You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the You Up Podcast, the daily edition during this quarantine time. I'm giving you a little mini podcast every day. Thank you so much for your feedback that you've been enjoying them. It makes me like excited to do them in a way that you don't even understand. So thank you for the DMs. I've gotten them and, and it makes me feel so good that you're listening every day. I've attempted to do this podcast like five times today because... I was driving to Starbucks to get my um, fix. Yes, I did go to Starbucks. Yes, you guys, you were with me yesterday when I tried to go, and then I saw the line was too long, and I said, fuck it, I'm not going to be one of these lemmings who's just addicted to coffee and making these people work, even though their job, this isn't an essential thing. And then today I pulled up, the line was even longer, and guess what? I waited in it. I waited in it, and I got my coffee. They were out of almond milk. It was kind of devastating. I said, you know what? Don't give me the three coffees, because I was getting three, because I was going to stock up so I could have them for the rest of the week. I said, give me one. I'll take it with the oat milk. And then I gave them a $100 bill to, uh, to, to tip, because fuck, that line was so long. Dad, my dad joins us here um, in his office that I've taken over as my recording studio slash you called it an opium den because I'm actively smoking pot in front of you <laughs> around every corner. Hey, I, I would have made you a pot of coffee for a you know $50 tip. I know. That's the thing. I just I felt so weird about going in there that I couldn't not tip. There was just uh, that's all I, if I had a $50 bill in my well, I would tip fifty dollars, but all I had was a hundred dollars, and I wasn't gonna be like, "May I have fifty back?" And guess what? If that's the least I can do is pay, like have these kids each go home with ten extra dollars today. That's like that's a nice thing to spread. That's and nice. I got my I got my fucking fix. It felt good. good. Chugged it down. It all comes back. It's very nice. It. I mean, I don't know that it all comes back. I should be holding <laughs> on to it as tight as possible. But you should. It just felt good in that moment. Like I don't know. I. I was able to, let's say they split it between 10 people. I'm able to make 10 people feel a little bit. Yeah, those things are legendary. I, mean, I used to be a bartender when you get a big tip like that. Yeah. It reverberates through the whole place. Yeah. You never forget it. So yeah, it means so much. I love giving good tips. If you are able to afford it, it's a great feeling to give those out. And if you don't get the validation that you want, you can just pull it back out of their hand. You wait for the you wait for them to, to see their reaction. He the guy had a great reaction too. Did he? Good. Which I don't depend on when I give oh, gifts. Sh- I don't I try to let go of that and not control that, but he had a good one. Did he? What did he, what did he do? He was just like, "Oh my god, really?" And I was like, "Yes, thank you for working." He was like, "Oh my god, cuz he was apologetic about the almond milk situation before he knew he was getting a tip." He was like, "We're so sorry." And I was like, "Dude, don't worry. I was like, it's totally fine. And he was like, I can give you a refund on that, ma'am. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I just scanned the thing. And then he was just very like, oh my God. Because there was <laughs> a measly like $2 in the tip jar. And so I just handed him it because I didn't even want to throw it in. But that line was like, dad, I've never seen a line that long for a drive through People yeah, are like People Jones can't go and- in, so they're... But a week and a half ago, that line was, there wasn't a line. I was the only one there. People were still going in a week and a half ago, probably. Mm, people don't go in. They use the drive-thru if they can. It, that that Starbucks, I swear to God, was dying before this uh, I pandemic. I All the carbon being burned for nothing. Yeah, you don't like the carbon thing. Yeah, engines running, burning fuel. just makes me mad. But Yeah. I do use them every once in a while. You do? Yeah, for what? For salsa? Uh, no, because I'm just uh There's cup, a Mexican restaurant that has Usually a drive-thru. Coffee. Oh, so you do use them for, what are you doing with the mic there? You're swirling it around a lot. I'm like Roger Daltrey from The Who. (laughs) (laughs) 
Atomic in you. <laughs> um, yeah, are you... Uh, yeah, you just called my... Um, my your office i'm calling it my office now I'm really taken over in here um <laughs> uh, uh, an opium den i was just thinking about um how like smoking weed is just i cannot believe i could just do it in front of you now when it used to be like the scariest thing to ever even maybe smell like it you'd spray perfume on it. like i used to hide this shit from you guys so much and now it's just like i remember the whatever. first time we smoked together was in costa rica oh it was yeah oh that was a fun trip yeah it was we 2000 all, we all kind of crossed the crossed over 2005 six. or six. Five. Five to six. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We bought the property in 2005, 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Around there. You know, there used to be in the Cincinnati Art Museum, there was an actual opium den that somebody bought over in, I forget what country it came from, but it was an actual exhibit in the downstairs part of the museum. It was kind of a lonely part of the art museum. Yeah. And I had the bold idea when I was in high school. I said, we got it because it was, they had ropes around it and you couldn't get near it, but there was an open window on one side and it had this beautiful little brass table in the middle with all these cushions around it. And I had the bold idea to get a pack of top papers. And so we all went down there and it was, when it wasn't that crowded that day. And I just made it. What are top papers? Top rolling papers. Oh, okay. Rolling, rolling papers. Yeah, so yeah. So I thought that would be the perfect thing to be sitting on that table. That's so hilarious. We, you know, it was, it was, we just thought it was so funny. So I took a, and I just kind of practice leaning over the edge because I thought beepers might go off or something and I just let go of that pack of tops and the pack of papers landed right on the brass table perfectly <laughs> in the middle of the opium <laughs> so I don't know how long so it now lasted. it was added to the exhibit you it were did. like curating museums before <laughs> like you were doing a job that that was probably someone's job to do it like probably lasted 24 hours but uh, we were all proud of it it was pretty cool what, what museum was that the Cincinnati Art Museum how old were you Probably 15, 16. Scamping around art museums? like So you went to the art museum with your friends just to hang out, and then you saw mm-hmm. that, and you were like, that is, that's a joke that needs to happen. And then you went, you returned to yeah, the art museum. It. Yeah. Was it a free museum, or did you pay to go oh, was, do I this it was, prank? It was free in those days. I think it was yeah. free. It's yeah. a great art museum. It's in Eden Park, a beautiful place. Um, For you Cincinnatians. Yeah, no, I don't know that Cincinnatians are listening, but you they do reach be. out to them a lot, or you you get so excited when someone's from Cincinnati. Don't you think that maybe there are some assholes from Cincinnati? My dad loves Cincinnati so much that anyone from there is probably one of the coolest <laughs> people you've ever met, That's according right. to him. But aren't there some assholes in Cincinnati? Never, no, not a one. No, I, yeah, I meet people that say they're from like at airports. They'll, they'll say I'm from Cincinnati. We're casual conversation, and they say, you know, I say, where are you from? I get excited about it, and they say they live in you know, Westchester, which is you know a suburb way north. I'm like, you don't live in Cincinnati. I hate to burst your bubble. But yeah, but anyway. what are you supposed to say? It's close enough. They I have know. some really references. That, but, you know. Yeah, it just isn't the same. Yeah, when people right. say St. Louis and they go, yeah, I'm in uh, like O'Fallon, and I'm just like, hmm, I don't yeah. have, I don't know anything about where you're from, <laughs> and I know you might know about mine, but it, you don't really. Um, I Cincinnati. Um, I love it, and I and I get excited when people are from there. And most of the people you do meet from there are pretty damn cool. But um, yeah, you you love Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm surprised a, there's not more Cincinnati type things around this house. I know. Are there? Um, like, why yeah. don't you have any signs that it's like "Live, Laugh, Cincinnati"? I used to have a cable. Your mom just took it down last week. It was a cable thing that I did when I was in the cable. There it is. Well, the cable cover of a drawing of Cincinnati. That's the Cincinnati Art Museum. Okay, right there. you do have a lot of Cincinnati shit okay. now that I'm realizing it. <laughs> and there's the picture in our kitchen. Um, can I ask you if you, I can have one of these things when you die? One um, of the things. When I die. I mean, you, I guess I get it all. You can't have anything when I die. Whatever. <laughs> no. That would be so weird. I'm taking if, it all with me. Who else would get it? It'd be <laughs> so weird if Lauren and I, like, didn't get your shit. Who else would you give it to? Oh, well, my dad died. We were cut out of his will. You were cut out. Yeah. Because well, because you had a stepmother, right? Who convinced him to? 
But we were little kids. I mean, he should have left us something. I know. What the fuck was he doing? Why didn't he? He was. You think she just got a hold of the papers? It's a long story. No, no, no. But then, do you just think that? But did, as a kid, were you like, we don't get one? You didn't get anything of your dad's. We literally sued anything. The, we sued the estate. We each got a thousand dollars. Oh, that's nothing. Your dad was a fucking doctor. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, I guess in that time, I was like twelve years old, so I I saved my thousand. I bought a Volkswagen when I was sixteen. With what you saved I at saved, the age of twelve? Yeah, I saved it to buy, be able to buy a car when I turned sixteen. So I bought a Volkswagen for six hundred. I think I paid six hundred bucks, maybe five hundred bucks for the car. So you, at the age of twelve, already had your. I guess it took a while to sue them. So you maybe got it when you were fourteen. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, the, the money. money, yeah, probably when I was 14. Yeah, okay, but then right. even then, you had two years foresight of like, when I drive, I know what I want to drive. Uh, or yeah, I just I want to be able to get a car. Yeah, I wanted a Volkswagen, and it was 65 Volkswagen, but I don't want to bore your listeners with that. But I had a, uh, once again, the top. <laughs> top Papers has a logo. You ever see the guy on Top Papers? The little guy smoking? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're I talking about, actually. I right between, on the bumper, right between the, of that guy. God, that guy was level. all over your <laughs> life, your adolescence, in ways that we didn't even know. It was very subtle. Yeah, but you, um, so you didn't get, so you spent that $1,000, you bought your first car. That's really um, responsible at that age. I say, yeah, I saved. Yeah, I, I knew what I wanted. But, You've uh, always been good with money. What I do you took, feel about right t- now? Oh, sorry. I took that car and uh, I took it and, to Earl Schaub and got it painted for $29. Uh, there was a joke. One of the early roasts with Bob Hope, uh, Bob Hope said, Lucille Ball gets her hair done at Earl Schaub's. Oh, okay. So what is Earl Schaub's? Earl, Earl Schaub. There's still one in St. Louis. You can get and they, Your paint, car painted. I'll paint any car for twenty nine ninety five. It oh, was the cheapest funny. paint job. Anyway, I, I, but I sold it for $300 more than I paid for it. And then I bought an MGA. Damn. I bought a 61 MGA that was a nice. classic kind of sports car. But anyway, that was fun. But anyway, we, you know, uh, my cars didn't work that well. So if you want to go on a long trip, you had to hitchhike. Because cars, you know, you just I know you're about it. to start a story, but we don't have time for it anymore. So <laughs> it's unfortunate. We have about three minutes left in the podcast. And I, I know that you used to hitchhike, but we'll get to that story another time because we just didn't have time for it I today. I forgot it was a mini podcast. It is a mini podcast. So we can't fit that in. But is that what you're wearing is... a mini skirt? Oh, gross. <laughs> I'm not. That is such a weird image of me wearing a mini skirt as I interview. Yeah, but I'm doing everything mini. I'm wearing in Minnie Mouse ears. <laughs> and mini driver's uh, cheekbones. She's thinking about buying a mini Cooper. Yep. Uh, we could keep going all day on this. I mean, we could really. Um, you're, I, not, you're not wearing maxi pads. <laughs> what? Yeah, because no. oh, they're mini. They got to be mini. Well, yeah, they have to be. But, you know, they they do have those. Uh, uh, it's, I don't know how to tell this joke, but do you ever hear about these the housing that Missouri has for small people? Um, That's. It's absolutely, they have this, you know, housing for small people that don't have much money. And small, it's, for it's, little people? Yeah, for it's su- subsidized housing, and it's, they're called stay-free mini pads. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's an oh old joke. Oh, my Sorry. God. Really? Sorry. You had me believing that there were <laughs> subsidized housing. For, and I knew you were full of shit as you were saying. I was like, this seems like it's full of shit. It seems like a joke. But you really seemed intent on... I really wanted to believe you, much like I wanted to believe that there was a Santa Claus, which you lied to me about for so freaking long. So sorry about that. Yeah, you'd do it again, though. I know you would, because you're doing it to Arlo. You're doing I it to our nephew. Are, which, yeah. Yeah, he saw you, the Easter Bunny yesterday. We were talking about it with him. The Easter Bunny is one of the most ridiculous things I ever believed in. And it just makes me, like... It's... It, 
that a kid thinks a gigantic bunny is coming in. I thought it was gigantic. What do other kids think it's a small rabbit size rabbit? It's gigantic too. My dad just tells us he was you know, my dad was a hunter. He said, I'm gonna shoot that rabbit when he comes in the yard. God, Dad. <laughs> we knew he was kidding. Oh, you did. You it just thought funny. it was funny. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would have been disturbed. Yeah, but he should have. If a bunny is intruding, <laughs> a gigantic rabbit is intruding into your house. And and why and we I pointed out before, but why does the rabbit always have to be leave such a mess? Oh, the, in our house? Yeah, streaming? yeah. Well, it's everyone because that's the only way to be like a, a rabbit has been here is to like traipse in mud. Well, we, and, used, to, like, yeah, we used to take carrots, carrots and the just stems, throw them around. With the green stems still on them and just bite out of them and leave them on the floor. I'm like, this that? bunny trashed my mom's oh, kitchen rabbit. and why is she not pissed like she normally would be if this happened? Oh, good. That was, those were the days. Those were fun. My dad used to always say something stupid, but it, Easter time is the time for eggs and the time for eggs is the Easter time. And he used to say that all the time. Yeah, and, and I, mean, I, was I grew watching, up hearing that, and I thought it was something that everyone stupid. knew. But I was watching Pee Wee Herman, you know, the king of cartoons? Yeah. Where they would show cartoons from the 30s yeah. or 20s. And I saw, I was watching that one time, and they had a cartoon that was definitely from the tw- late 20s. And uh, some guy was going, Easter time is the time for eggs. And, and the, the time, time for eggs, eggs is, is the Easter, Easter time. time. <laughs> so my dad must have gotten that from the Saturday matinee, you know. The theater, yeah, that's the so weird kid. to see. Like, oh, yeah, he probably, yeah, your funny. dad was watching cartoons in the 20s. <laughs> and then he would leave you nothing in his will 40 years later. <laughs> <laughs> he was such an innocent, precocious kid, and one day, does it ever freak you out that your dad was an eye surgeon? Like, did it ever gross you out to be like, Dad's cutting up eyes? Well, he taught me the family business, so no, I, you he know, did. I, if I take a lot of my friends have cataracts now, and I, I say, hey, lay it on the kitchen table, I'll take care of it for you. Did you ever feel pressure to uh, maybe no, get No, my dad used to always take my hands and hold them up and go, these are the hands of an eye surgeon. And oh God, when I was a little kid on, I used to look at my hands and go like, oh, I don't think I'm seeing that really. Uh. I never told him that. But, but when he died, I must say, I was a little relief. I was like, I don't have to be an eye surgeon. because I. Oh, my God, he yes. Kept telling me, he died in seventh grade, but he kept telling me in eighth grade that he, when you get to eighth grade, you can come watch me perform surgery. And I was like, okay. I wasn't really looking forward to it. Oh, my God. So, so he died, and you're like, just in the nick of time. Of course, I was devastated when he passed away. But yeah, but there's a small part of In the back of my mind, of I was like, oh, at least I'm off the hook for that one. Wow, that's actually a really brave <laughs> thing to admit. But we all have those feelings. Like, this whole corona thing, like, there's a part of you that's like, kind of like in this break right now. Like, there's a, a, a part of you that feels guilty for kind of being okay with it. Yeah, well, the, gov- the federal government probably feels okay with it because, you know, People always talk about, is Social Security going to be flush? And now, with all these old people dying, Social Security would be great for generations oh, to come. Oh, that's an interesting take uh, <laughs> to leave with our listeners today. We don't leave you on that note. No, I liked it. I liked it. Like, ponder on that. Think of maybe if uh, this is, yeah, that's interesting. There's a lot of those theories coming up, and I'm interested in every one of them. That's what Britney Spears says when she wants to sound smart. There's a lot of theories about this thing, and I'm very interested in them. And you're like, oh, that's what she thinks smart people sound like. And I literally just said that. Dad, thank you so much for being on the mini pod today talking to me about mini pads i'm looking forward to the maxi pod oh my god uh yeah you'll be on that at some point too uh thanks for listening you guys we'll see you tomorrow on the daily pod squirt squirt this has been a comedy central podcast 